I wouldn't be the man I am if I didn't do all those mistakes that I made. Mm. You feel me? Like right. all the mistakes I made taught me to be the person I am. Senior year. Yeah. It was scary for me and I knew that I was on a slippery slope. If you ask me, I don't think you're the same Idris before you had your, uh, what's it called, son, and even before you were married. Yeah. I protected myself up until 18, and I was like, uh, I need to go. So, bounced out, went to Hajj, was making dua, 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 dua. Oh, we, we got an episode for y'all today. Say it again. Hey, Abdi's back in the studio. Long time no see. The brother is back. I'm back. <laughs> hey back from Minnesota, y'all. We have a... Um, an interesting episode. Hey, man. Very interesting. Stick with us. It's a long episode. I shared a very deep secret about my life. So Multiple. Multiple. Uh, multiple, yeah. Yeah. Like Funny uh, ones and one that was like, you know, very deep to my heart. Talk your heart. No forgetting, telling what's real. Exactly. My boy out here said some facts, too. You know what I'm Don't forget that, you know. Y'all so. probably listening to us like, who am I listening to? Who am I hearing from? Well, today you guys are hearing from us, hearing from our experiences. And inshallah... Get to know our intentions for the podcast. Uh, and y'all ask some interesting questions. And a brief thank you to those people that were brave enough to ask us questions about ourselves. and lie. Like, There were so many people you. who didn't answer, uh, ask questions. But there were so many people who did. Mm-hmm. And those who put themselves out there and thank asked you. questions, may Allah reward you guys. I and you guys gave you. us Wallah. plenty to discuss. Very. Uh, uh, and yes, I do speak Somali. And yes, I did watch one anime. I know that person that asked me. Oh, yeah. We didn't actually yeah, address yeah, yeah. that. For me, no, I do not speak so much. Make dua, inshallah, by the end of the year. I'll be speaking straight up like a farah. Inshallah, make dua for your boy. And also, no. Actually, no. I do watch anime. Actually, I watch a couple animes. Yeah, me, I just watch one. Promise Neverland was one. That one was filthy, I'm not going to lie. My brother is into anime. My little brother loves anime. The one who's just on the podcast. Yeah. In it. Loves anime. So, for me, not really. He put me on with two. One Punch, like that one. Promise Neverland, like that one. There was one other... No, those were No. I watched like a few episodes, but like me, but I can't stay consistent with a show. Ah, Naruto is beautiful. Anyways. (laughs) Sorry. You know, Abdi was crying watching Naruto. Oh, what? I did. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to spoil it, but Naruto is beautiful. Hopefully, y'all don't tear up in this episode. Hey, it's going to be some real, real, real talk. You guys get to know about Abdi. Last episode, you guys got to know more about me and, you know, my story. Still, this episode, you get more about that. But this, you get a formal introduction. Uh, inshallah, before you tune in, like, subscribe, share. Actually, no, hold the share, hold your share. Share if you feel like it's impactful. Inshallah, we'll give you that. But subscribe, like, comment. Get the engagement up, y'all. We are spreading, it's impacting people. And the more you guys engage, the more people will touch it. So if it benefits you, spread the love, spread the, spread the love. All right, y'all. Inshallah. We're going to holler at y'all. See y'all in the episode. Like the video. I'm not kidding. Like it. Assalamu alaikum. Y'all tuning in to an episode of Talk Yahak. I'm your host, Idris. And I'm your host, Abdi Kareem. The brother is back. How does it feel to be back, Famo? Alhamdulillah, man. It feels amazing to be back. You know what I'm saying? Although a little bit sad, but at the same time, happy to be back. Why would it be sad, man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but then, you know. Leaving Minnesota, you know yeah, but leaving Minnesota was kind of you know, how was that? Hard. How was that? Beautiful trip. Had to handle though. some business out there. I had to handle some business. How was it? Talk to me. Alhamdulillah, man. Inshallah, everything is the way I wanted to be. Everything's like it's being controlled the way that we want it to be controlled. You know what I'm saying? It isn't like fast paced or isn't moving out of our hand. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Are y'all getting the hint? I don't know. Is it? Mm. All right. Okay. But hey, talk to about like how was it Minnesota? You know, you from Minnesota. out here, Seattle. Oh my you know God, what I'm, I'm telling you right Somalis now. out there, huh? I'm gonna shout out a couple of people that I made run. You know what I'm saying? Run. Yeah. So talking about run. These brothers out here, you know, they you know they they talk they talk their smack about you know what I'm saying they're good in bowling. You know, huh? I had to go show them a little something, something. You know, got the little curve on me. You know, they didn't know that. I could curve a ball. Goes Okay. Feel me? So loser, the losing team had to run. Mm. They had to go outside the parking lot. Oh, yeah? Run back and forth. I'm sorry, Mahadeen. Sorry, Mohammed. Sorry, Hamada. Ahmed, you know? I had those people running. You feel me? Kareem, can't forget you. Mm. You know? But yeah, it was very competitive. It was very dope. I liked it a lot. Solid, solid. How Basketball. Was the, how was the vibe out there? The culture, the people? Beautiful, man. Over there is like... Like, depending on who you hang out with, yeah, you know what I'm saying, where you surround yourself to, it you'll enjoy your experience. So if you hang around with the wrong crowd or something like that, then you ain't really going to like Minnesota how it is, you know? Right, right. But for majority of the time, like, you know what I'm saying, it was every day with the fam, you know? Mm. So it was very dope. Like, you get to see, like, we went to a place called Big Lake. We swimmed in the middle of a lake, I you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. The McDonald's? The McDonald character, bro, the purple one. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I'll put it on the screen. Had me looking purple. Mm. Like I ain't black. Like I ain't brown. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. By the way, man, this guy makes some bomb tea. I'm be honest with you. It's doing it again. Technical difficulties. This tea's amazing. But yeah, man, um... Somali guys can't make uh, them shot. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's the mama That's recipe nah. right there. But oh, no, there honestly go. though, Walai was a very, very like very dope experience. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like just meeting everybody, playing, doing a lot of fun things, going yeah. out. Thanks. Um, I I have a favorite food over there now. Oh yeah, what's Kapsa. your favorite food? What's that? It's like um, it's like this rice, right? That like so once you make this that don't like, sound Somali. It's, it's Yemeni food. Oh, so it's like it's this rice they make, um, and then in the middle they like have a tin foil, oh, yeah? and they put oil in it, and they grab charcoal. Ooh, right? They grab charcoal and they like put it on the stove, let it burn for a second. Yeah. Then they put it into the oil, the charcoal, so the it burns, you know. So then the steaming, the steam of like the charcoal and the smell of the charcoal. Goes into I've the. Seen, I think I've seen that with Somali rice too. Yeah, so they go into the what? So it's basically Somali rice with the hint of the charcoal, mm. and then I, I we usually have it with chicken and then shidney. Shidney is the best bet. It's what? Shidney, shidney. I think it's called shidney. What is that? It's a. Uh, I love that. It's the best, but it's like the red version, like uh, the the Somali red version. I don't know if it's Somali or Yemen. I'm not sure. I think but, I know what you're talking about, the bomb hot sauce. But it's like, oh my God. It the ain't red too one, hot. right? Yeah, it ain't too hot. It's kind of sweet. Sweet. And like yeah, lime. Got lime it's, yeah, I have it's that beautiful. out here too, yeah. Yeah, I, I mess Another with life. that, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. How you been, bro? Been a long time no see, <sighs> bro. I man. I was gone for a month. A month. See, some a of y'all are like, who is this dude? Come on, bro. This guy's the co-host. Where I'm you in, been at, bro? I mean... You should see me on a couple of the videos to scroll down. Hey, all the new TikTokers. I mean, it's going crazy, bro. Hey, I appreciate you guys. So a lot. Lot. I just guy, remember. Abdi, let me give this dude, Abdi, the credit. 
okay? We was out here uploading, right? We were going on a break from, like, we was not active, taking it really as serious as we are now. And we got back on it around March, right? Boom. We were like, you know what? Let's toss in the video on there, right? We was using our phones, subhanAllah. Mm-hmm. And people were tuning in, our listeners from the first, you know, the first time around when we first started the podcast, which yeah. was July, you know, of last year. Almost a year now. Facts. So you was like, bro, you know what? We got some good content. Why don't you just snip it up, mm-hmm. put it on TikTok? It's going to go crazy. <laughs> That's an understatement. Understatement. I mean, subhanAllah, you guys have been Blew seeing our minds. It. And wallahi, I thank you guys so much because I'm going to tell you how the story was. I kid you not. Like, <laughs> I slept that night. So after that, he posted a video, okay? I slept and woke up with over a hundred like no kidding, like over a hundred and hundreds of just like my phone ain't Instagram. never went off like yeah, that. Yeah, Instagram, do 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 TikTok, do 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 do. I was like, yo, what's going on? I woke up, I click TikTok, I just go to talk your hack. I see nine hundred. I'm like, wait, what? What's nine hundred? <laughs> I got so confused for a second. Allah, I was like, wait, followers or following? Which one is it? Oh, followers. I said, yo, what? And Allah, it's a like. It's a very yeah. humble experience, and Allah, I thank you guys very much for supporting. Most definitely. Those you know who saying? went from TikTok and was hopped on our Instagram, hopped on our YouTube, and are showing love, supporting, commenting, DMing us, Wallahi. that inspires us. Wallahi, thank you very much. And Wallahi, just to think about it, a year ago, this was just a goal. Facts. You it's an me? idea. An idea that we <laughs> thought of. Like, that's the craziest thing, you know? So right. alhamdulillah, like, I love I like the pace we're growing the amount of people that's actually interacting with us and actually liking the content we post and right and sharing it with others exactly saying that you know oh come see this come check out this podcast you feel me? And, and now they're like oh my friend recommended me this yeah. and I love this that's beautiful wallahi and I wallahi I appreciate that I, I, that warms my heart and like you know what I'm saying alhamdulillah wallahi that's all I can say you know what I'm saying facts 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 how about you man what, what about you what are you at today oh uh, man alhamdulillah man just been busy bro last two weeks of school facts oh my Oof. god <laughs> hey, I'm gonna tell you right now all that Ramadan work that I had to make up for <laughs> making up for it uh, so yeah. just been busy um, but Trust I'm excited me. bro even though I'm excited for summer yeah but I'm taking summer classes as well but I'm debating if I should take a summer class I think I mean like yeah Right. If you if you want to, you definitely should. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But um, anyways, nonetheless, a lot of you guys, like I said, are newcomers. People who have been listening to the podcast, resonating with the message. But you're like, who are these guys? I yeah. don't know y'all, but I mess with the message. I'm rocking with the message. And you know, like, okay, I see this podcast. What's the goal of this podcast? Today, you guys are going to know. You guys are going to know formally the origin story. You guys are going to formally get to know us. And... um. Just know more about our goals and ambitions with this platform and what we hope uh, for you guys to get out of this. You know, so inshallah, man, uh, we <laughs> look, we posted on Instagram. We opened it up for y'all. I said, hey, look, it's going to be a Q&A. We lobbed it up to y'all. What kind of questions do you guys got? What do you guys want to know about us? So we took a lot of you guys' questions. Those questions, I'm gonna be honest with you, I love them. Some of them were like hilarious. Ooh, I'm not even gonna lie. Some, some of them, them are deep. Yeah, some of them are deep. Some of them are, you know, okay, good questions, and right. some of them are just funny questions. You know, like just. Right. But I, I enjoyed the fact that you wanted to know that about us. You know what I'm saying? And stay tuned. At the end of this episode, we're gonna reveal to you guys what the next coming weeks are gonna be about. <laughs> Popular demand. Let me just say that. Very. Anyways. 
um, let's reel it back in. Let's go ahead and start with you guys' questions. Let's start with number one. Man. Describe yourself in three words, Abdi. What you got for us? Three words? Three words. If I were to describe myself, one is I'm an optimistic person. I know that about like I that's something that. I am. Um adventurous. So me, I'm not a home type of guy. I I don't like being home. I like being outside nature, discovering things, talk to people. That's the type of person I am. Mm. Number three, I would say I'm a caring person. Mm. You know, a lot of people don't compassionate. Really, yeah, He's compassionate. I'm very like caring. I you feel know? you, bro. I feel you. What about you, man? Describe yourself in three words. In three words. Um, didn't we try to think about this in the car? Yeah, that was a funny. <laughs> we didn't want to be stuck here for thirty minutes trying I'm to come like, up with dang. these three words. Because it's hard to describe yourself. It is only three words. Only three words, bro. Okay, so what was it that I chose before? Okay, curious. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very curious. Um, if there's something I don't know how it works or something about the world or something that I want to know more about, yeah, I will go seek the answer as well. So curious. Um, what was the other one? Courageous. Courageous. Yep. Courage. It was three C's. Yeah. Courageous so courageous. Uh, so courage- when I say courageous, I would say that I don't want to sound like, don't take this the wrong way, but I would consider myself bolder that a lot of people uh i'm not timid you know if i see something that i don't agree with i will say it uh if i want to convey a message i'm not afraid to put myself out there you see with this podcast um it's something i resonate with i feel confident in myself enough to put myself out there um so courageous and then creative creative uh i'm very expressive uh whether through my poetry Contrary to Abdi, who's uh, who's outside, uh, I'm more so a homebody. Yeah. I am a homebody. I like to chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I This is my, you know what I'm saying? This is my kingdom. I just like to chill at the crib. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely make moves. You know, the, the brothers out there, I link up with them at the messages. You know, we're doing barbecues. We link up all the brothers. Yeah. Just vibing. Um, and also, like like Abdi said, what brings us together a lot of times is nature, like going out for adventures. Yeah, fishing. <laughs> we, hey, we gotta. If I can find those videos, bro, I don't I know. I think if I, I find have them. a video of like of him catching a fish, Boom, a okay. bass. The first time we went, we both yeah. caught a bass. Yeah, yeah. You caught yours in the first, uh, what's it called? Line you threw. Yep, first. Mine cast. was like what two or three lines. I caught that it. That was too. his first bass, and that was like what I your was second like, time fishing. Yeah, no, that was. Second time, yeah. Second time Thanks. fishing because Mustafa took me once, I remember. And then the second time, and shout out my guy Mustafa, OG. At the same time, man, for like, if I were to advise anybody, if you want to do something that takes you off this world and you just like focused on just yourself, right? Go fishing. Facts, facts, facts. But like fishing is just the most relaxing, calm. It has thing the same effect as going for a walk, as well, I realized, because yeah. lately I've been going for walks, and I'm like, this is why I like fishing so much because I'm taking my mind. Off of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm moving my body. I'm going out. But don't the only thing go about fishing, is fishing with the intentions of catching something. Oh, yeah, yeah, and Go there to just enjoy yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Abdi, as you can see, he has certain qualities, and I got certain qualities, and a lot of them complement each other, you know? Um, so, that's really, <laughs> that's one of the things that brought us to, you know, co-host this yeah. podcast. You know what I'm saying? When we go fishing, we be having some deadly 
conversations. Even oh my god, me and this guy got lost in the woods. Oh, I got thorns stuck in my thighs and my toes, my feet. I remember wait, where, when was it? When you almost fell into a swamp? You talking about that? Yeah, like the wood broke. No, we went and we went into these woods and thinking we're gonna find this river. And then this guy just, oh my God, we go through so much. It's so funny. We went to the woods because the GPS told us there's a river somewhere in this. And we decided to We start to following walk. the GPS. Eventually, the GPS wasn't working. Yeah. And we were in the middle of the woods. Oh. I swear to God, we seen like those yellow like tags on trees and stuff. So I was like, wait, so. Uh, hey, is there a body somewhere here? Yeah. Like me and him were just like, okay, just in case. So we grabbed sticks and we were walking. <laughs> oh my God. I remember there was we a time. We look like straight up. So oh, bodies. it was, yeah. I don't know where where was it. Where was that other one we went to? The oh. other woods. Because we went to the woods twice. Yeah, yeah. And then we fell into the most dirtiest water. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there was like an abandoned, like, dock. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about? Like a fishing dock. And it was rotten. We didn't know it was rotten. We was like, yo, is this stable? Mm. Abdi starts walking on it. I His just... foot goes straight in. <laughs> Oh, All you hear God. is, it is. Oh, alive. I'm telling you, bro. It's, but then those, I would never trade it for the world. Well, I was yeah, yeah. so fun, you know adventurous. Like, so, it's dope. And that's what we advise you guys. Go with your friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do, you know what I'm saying? Go experience. It's uh, fun. Yeah. And, but I'm trying and don't to be afraid to try new activities. Where was that place at? Bro, I honestly do not know. It was some random place we saw on the GPS. We were just looking for somewhere with water. Yeah, but then I remember, like, once we got out of the woods, uh, it was a trail park. Like, you can, like, there's people on bikes yeah, and stuff. Bro, I think that was in Sammamish, bro. Like, huh? all the way up north. I remember, like, I remember, like. Or is it called Sammamish? Uh, I don't know. I don't know where it was. I just remember that place, like, like there, like next to it was, like, the big, like, it was a circle. Yeah. Of, like, just, like, a And uh, we had the fence. I'm pretty we, sure we uh, wasn't yeah. supposed to be there. Nope. <laughs> And we was the only black dudes in the neighborhood. And it was fun. <laughs> Not going to lie. It was fun, alhamdulillah. And like like I was going to go into is when me and Abdi go fishing, when we go, um, you know, especially fishing, we'd be having some deadly conversation. Or we'd yeah. just kick it, right? We'd be talking. Yeah. Talk some things that are extremely relevant. Like, man, we don't hear this talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. So that kind of leads us to the next big question. That's, you know, that, that's the craziest thing. Yeah, like yeah. when me and you get together. Like, I don't know what it is. Our brains somehow think of, like, just, hey, what's the, the craziest questions we can not only even ask each other? We'd be bothering Ed Ifton with the questions. Facts, facts, facts. So like, leave me alone. I'm like, okay, Ed, what does this mean? Yeah. You know? So it's Curious. Like, yeah. We're like, so? so always asking questions. Facts. So, when we realize that these questions are not really being answered or discussed often, right? Or these conversations are not the norm. Yeah, because a lot of these questions, a lot of these conversations that we have, bro, they provide a lot of insight. Like I walk away from these conversations, I'm like, I just learned something, or I just thought about something that I haven't thought about in a long time. Yeah, in a different way. Right, and a lot of people are having these conversa- conversations that are not, especially like, I'm gonna be honest with you, uh, maybe I'm, I don't want to generalize, but especially a lot of us brothers, like us, we tend to, you know, what I'm saying we talk about sports. Me and you are both sports guys. Yeah, we yeah. talk about that stuff. We talk about all this other stuff. But things that are associated with the dean, things that are associated with life, life. purpose, um, ambitions, all these things um, that are extremely meaningful. Yeah. We don't see that being talked to or directed towards our demographic, the young Muslim. True. West, you know? Very true. So a person, Abdi, someone asked, what inspired you to start this podcast? 
Well, you want to start first? He literally just said everything. Was yeah, yeah, I was trying thing. to merge it, but I'm like, yeah, let's yeah. ask some more. But it, it is true, though. Like, honestly, like, it was so many conversations that me and this guy had. Not even just only with us, like some of our cousins, some of our like friends and all that stuff. We would always get together Thanks. and have like this big debates where we argue about whether it's uh, politics, marriage, um, what do I say? Just life in general. Anything right. that we always ask, we just always ask like, why does this happen? Why is this certain way this? Like, how do you do this better? How do you do that? It's always that conversation we had and always like, as like a big group of family, like we always talked about it. That's the... And then me and him always, like, when me and, when me and Idris are always together, it's like, we always have these conversations of just, like, it's bigger than just normal conversations. Yo, yo, what are you about to go hoop? When you, what, what? It's, it was never about that. It was mm. also, like, just, it was more into detail. We talk about sports, yeah. We talk about hooping, yeah. But then we also talk about life. But right. what are you trying to do in your life? Where mm. do you see yourself in your life? Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what do you think about someone who wants to get married at a young age? Like, you know what I'm saying? How is that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Thanks. So that's, there's so many conversations that we had when it came to like just life. So mm. I feel like me and him one day just were like, you know what? Actually, I remember like, so for people that don't know, some of the pictures that he posts on Instagram, I'd be taking it. You know, I used to take his Instagram photos a little bit. When, oh no, his poetry I lied. Yeah, his the poetry, poetry videos. videos. His poetry videos. Yeah. I used to take it. So there was a day I remember he came to pick me up. And this guy, like me, I, I we always talked about the idea of mm. a podcast. But you were the one that really wanted to be like, hey, let me enforce the idea of a podcast. Okay. Mm. And we didn't have the name for it. So I remember he came to pick me up. And we went into the, the place, the spot where we fish. Thanks. And we were walking. And as we were recording and right. a little bit of stuff, you kept asking me like, hey, I want to call it. So it wasn't talk, talk your haq. It was talk haq. And you said, yeah, talk your haq. I was like, wait, what'd you, you say in between? Yeah. What'd you say? Talk your haq. And I was like, you know I saying? didn't say that, bro. I said talk haq, but we rolling with that. Exactly. Let's so get, let's make it happen. Ever since that, it happened that I remember a day he called me, he said, come over. And we just recorded our first episode. Mm. You feel me? At yeah. first, it was you that was It was at my crib. At first, it was like, I think you posted two episodes before I started coming over right 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 Right? oh yeah the poetry yeah because i I was like we this is my mindset was um i we've been having this idea from a minute now yeah i just got to put it out there yeah and then that will hold us to a certain accountability to keep going so it was so i threw like two episodes out there exactly and then both we linked up it was mainly about that we did that Start having a little bit of more guests, you know what I'm saying? And I appreciate all the guests that came. Facts, I would love to have facts. you guys again, you know what I'm saying, one facts. day. Um, what's it called? So over and over again, we like kept going. We seen growth a little bit by little. I promise you, I kidding, I do not kid you. I remember before July, I mean before, oh, whoa, my head somewhere else. Before June, before June started or even May started. mm we, I remember somewhere in April or March, the most followers we had on both Instagram and YouTube was 50 at max on both of them. Oh, Abdi, that's last, what are you talking about? That's two months ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 50. In a year span. Literally 50. In a year span, we had 50 followers. SubhanAllah. In a span of just two months, we have grown over 400 maybe. And that shocks me to the more, max. More than 400. You feel me? And that's like when... Subhanallah. The, the, I, I felt like... That just shows you when something is time. You feel me? And exactly. And I felt like, oh, whoa. Like, 
this could be me and this is like wake up sign like hey yo this is something that Allah wanted you guys to do you know what I'm saying mm. so this one is like at first we would take it serious right. but now it's like yo like we oh, actually no, no, no. once ha- once March what like for example like okay the true intention was like at the very beginning yeah it was the fact that we wanted something for the youth exactly people that are our demographic to have to have to have the ability to know that someone out there it's relates like them. relates with them on Facts. so many levels when you feel alone in your dean mm-hmm. when you feel alone in the questions that you have in regards to life and navigating yeah. certain obstacles that we are facing in in, in the west in general yeah. uh we have listeners now that are in canada uk especially uh, back here in america but also sweden norway so it is spreading and a lot of it is people who are muslim from the west navigating a lot of things holding on to faith and things of that sort and having something like this that we can relate with you guys and you can relate with us yeah it's powerful it's a family exactly and i will i appreciate you guys you know what i'm saying yeah Yeah. like and it's so crazy how fast like you can grow and it's like sometimes like i'd be like whoa like oh we just started like is this true like well i'd be thinking like is this true is this real i don't know you know what i'm saying we just started but i appreciate you guys you know what I'm right. saying? And that's, like, one of the reasons why, like, one thing that I know that I've always loved to do is, like, I've always wanted to help others. Mm. Like, I don't know what it is about me ever since I was a kid. I love to help someone that even, let's say, they won't even ask for help. I naturally will help them because I love helping people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's the one thing that gravitated me towards this podcast was because we're not only you and I discussing our problems, we're right. discussing people that go through the same problem as us and right. they can learn or maybe we can even coexist and talk about and how do you go through st- certain things and how do I, you know what I'm saying? We can Thanks. learn from each other and that's Thanks. what I love is like helping one another is something that just truly makes my heart even warmer and like so happy because like I'm doing something that can help you and you're also, you could do something that can always help me. Right. You feel me? I feel you, I feel you. SubhanAllah, bro. And that's one of the things that kind of united us back in high school. Very true. You know what I'm saying? We were both people who were heavily focused towards, you know, helping those around us. Yeah. Or engaging with those around us. Very. Um, so that's how we met. Uh, Mount Rainier High oh. School, if you guys want to know. Oh, should I have said the name? Well, uh, it's already out there. It's okay. We met, we met in high school, in our junior year of high school. The dude transferred from one school up here in Seattle. I don't want to say, should I say Garfield High School? Uh, transferred from Garfield. Bulldogs. Came down to Mount Rainier. All my Bulldogs, I love you. You know what I'm saying? Came down here at Mount Rainier. And I was playing football. The, the dude joined the football team. You know what I'm saying? And boom, we got involved. We met. You know what I'm saying? We hit it off. And we got involved in... Basically, what was going on with Trump becoming president and Islamophobia mm-hmm. and yeah. these um, navigating a whole lot of obstacles that our community and the school was facing because of that. Very true. Uh, so, so yeah, and then boom. What, it's been how many years later? Five years. How long? Five years? It feels how like. How long have uh, we known each other, bro? 2017. Subhanallah. 2017 until now. So that's what. Four, it's four been years? a long time, but may Allah, may Allah allow us to, I mean, you know, to continue to be friends and continue to benefit wherever we can benefit. You feel Facts. me? So, inshallah, may Allah put baraka into this podcast. And I mean, like I said, this is our intention to shed awareness to topics that are extremely relevant from the inside of two young guys, our experiences, whatever we can give, and always tie it back with the faith. We will never say something 
that, like, for example, we're not sheikhs. This is the thing. This is the thing. We are not sheikhs. We're not even... Close. Don't, not, okay, let me not even say sheikhs. We're not even students of knowledge. I know students of knowledge. Shout out to my brothers who are studying. We are not that. We're just brothers who are average. And may Allah allow us to tread that journey and become more knowledgeable. Yeah. But we do see a gap. Like a lot of the people that are going to watch beneficial Islamic knowledge or things of that sort, those are people who are maybe more, more, more and more practicing, maybe more religious than a lot of us, right? Who are taking time of their day to learn. But we felt there is a gap between that non-practicing, I mean, not religious content and very like really religious content. There's this gap of just Middle. casual <laughs> casual yeah brothers and brothers and sisters which inshallah stay tuned for that virtual inshallah remote uh stay tuned for that so we are that we are those casual yeah. brothers we are those ca- casual brothers we're going to talk about the deen um and we always will reference according to quran and sunnah whatever we say and we will put it in our description like we always do whatever comes to mind inshallah but yeah that's our intentions and we hope you guys can tread this journey along with us now, since we got that stuff out the way, let's start going into the more deeper or more, you know what I'm saying, more interesting questions. I hope y'all stay long enough for this. It's like We're already yet. 30 minutes of the podcast. So a lot? Yeah, bro. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Hello. So let's get straight into it. So, Abdi. Yeah. What was the turning point? Interesting question, guys, by the way. What was the turning point in your practice and your relationship with the dean? Oh, simple. Senior year. That yeah. one for me is forever, always and forever is always going to be in my heart. Senior year. Talk to me about that, Femma. Because senior year was like, first thing first, how I grew up is like, I would say not a lot of people how they grew up. I didn't grow up religious at all. Like, you know mm. what I'm saying? I didn't grow up going to Duxie every day. I didn't grow up knowing the Quran. I didn't even, I, my first time going to a Friday prayer mosque was my senior year. That's mm, why I say like, it's always been like that will always forever be in my heart because that's the first time I actually felt something in a mosque where I was like, whoa, like I feel at peace. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even though like I remember I got asked this question. It was like, do you feel at peace even if you don't have nothing? And I didn't have nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't. I, was, I didn't have much knowledge of the, the religion. Mm. I didn't really know a lot of the Quran that I know right now. Um, I wasn't praying. Mm. You feel me? But that, I went to a Jum'ah before oh, yeah? a football game. Before before me and this guy had a football game, he went. He said, okay, let's go. I said, yep, I went. And it was just the best experience I've ever had. And I will never forget that. Mm. And then, like, I would say after that, I think, what, almost a year later, we went to Dallas. Right. And Dallas was like... Like, I can't even just say if it's oh, part of the Muslim community yeah, out there in Dallas is for Dallas most people that I don't know. I'm from Texas, regardless. It's home for me. It's always been home for me. But like that area, the Irving, uh, Irving, Cal- Marshall, yeah, it's not Irving. What's it called? <laughs> it is Irving. It Irving, is Irving, Texas. Yeah, uh, Irving, Texas. I said Irving, California, too. But it, but no, Irving, Texas, California is Irvine. Uh, Irvine, yeah. yeah, Irving. Okay, Irving, Texas, like. That place, like the massage that they had, and, and like at night we would go to Taraweh. 
You know, it it all it also even started before even we went to Dallas. It was mm. in Abu Bakr Masajid. Facts. I would always go to Taraweh. Uh, I would always help out me and my my friend Zach. Right. We would always be the security guys that help people park and stuff like that. And all those moments, well, I would always cherish it because it made me closer to God. Because mm. it was like, like I felt good about myself. I'm like, yo, like this is something I love. You know what I'm saying? And at Facts. nights, just standing and hearing the. The khutbah and also the the sheikhs reading and like all the hafits over there that like what's it called step up to read and stuff like that. It made me be like, Ya Allah, like please make me one of them so I can all one day lead. You know mm, what I mean? Thanks. Like and I felt like that was like also one of the most like beautiful and like humbling moments of my life where I was like, okay, yep, like like I submit to God. Mm. You feel me? I feel you, bro. So I that, you. I, I so would say that. senior year when you yeah. were exposed to the dean. Yeah, that's when I was really exposed to the dean. I feel you. Um, what about you, man? So for me, brother, I would say, bro, I oh, I had multiple turning points. Like I cannot focus on one turning point. Yeah. I feel like it's like a... But honestly, I've, I think life, bro, it's like layers. And I think you have multiple turning points on your journey. Very true. Multiple, you know, climaxes in your in the plot, you know? Yeah. Um, so I would say I would say like really is when I first came back here to Seattle from Irvine, California. So I came here from California where I was not really exposed to my religion. How old as were much. you? I was man, what how old was 16? I? So mind you, I'm born and raised here, Seattle. Mm-hmm. Right, but I was living in Pialabia. Well, I was not really ingrained down here in the South End, yeah, or yeah. Seattle area, right, where all the Somalis are. Mm-hmm. I was in places like Pialab, no man's land. You feel me? Especially no Somali land. I mean, run. You know what I'm saying? Run. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna tell you straight up. That's where we was at for at least a couple years, at uh, least. And I was young. I was okay. young. So, um, like you, same experience. I wasn't really put into a lot of these programs where kids are really taught the dean. I wasn't really, I didn't really have that. Yeah. So I lived in California from middle school and then early high school. Mm-hmm. Now I moved back. I, I don't know, whatever whatever grade, ninth grade is. I don't know. How, I mean, whatever 15, age. 15, 15, 14. Yep. So that's when I came back here. And that's when I started, you know what I'm saying, fasting like a lot and consistently, especially during the month of Ramadan. Mm-hmm. That was the expectation. Um Going to the massage and praying to the wah, that was the expectation. Yeah. And I'm I'm seeing this, I'm observing this, and it was just beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a kid, you don't really see, you don't really see the beautiful beauty in it. Mm-hmm. But when you're older and life is hectic and you're young, you know what I'm saying, puberty, yeah. and you start seeing so so much calmness, so much tranquility, you're like, what is this? You let me really know what it is. Yeah. And I think that brought a sense of comfort and a sense of, like you said, a peace. Yeah. That you you can't compare it to nothing else. Fast so that was the first turning point, <laughs> and then a downhill turning point is like you know, like I said in high school, I was I was getting close to the dean. People in high school know me. I was still like I had like an appreciation for the dean, a love for the dean. Fact. But I wasn't at least I would say where I'm at now in terms of really being aware of my dean and um, you know what I'm saying protecting myself. So senior year was dangerous for me, especially the second half of senior year. I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm. A lot of y'all know what I'm talking about. So second half of senior year, yes, I, I I was aware of my dean, but I was lacking. Lord knows I was lacking, and I was scared for myself. I almost went to live on campus at a university, but I was having an internal debate. 
I was like, yo, I'm trying to, I'm trying to hop out. Of, I'm trying to go to this university campus, but I'm trying to get married. So I'm going to take this girl. I'm going to live on campus with me. We both going to go to school. Oh my You remember God. those conversations. I was like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. All the conversations we had. Yeah. Said, I, I'm stuck in between getting a woman. I remember this guy was telling me a story of like, I'm going to go two years, then get married. Into it while I'm in campus. Right. You feel me? I had so many scenarios. Yeah. But eventually I decided I would stay, do community college, um, get married, and work full time. Yeah. And do what I got to do and then transfer. That's what I did. Um, so basically that turbulent, like I said, let me go back to it, that turbulent senior year. Yeah. It was scary for me and I knew that I was on a slippery slope. And that's when um, I had an offer from my aunt where she said, look, I want to gift you with a trip. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to go for your for your senior gift? And well, a lot of people don't get that privilege. Alhamdulillah, I got that privilege. May Allah bless my adiftan. Um, so Amen. she basically, I, I asked her, I said, okay, so I can go anywhere? Yeah, you can go anywhere. Okay, we have the money like that? Yeah, we have the money like that. I said, okay, boom. I said, I want to do hajj. I want to do hajj. I was fearful for myself. I knew that uh, if I didn't protect myself now, mm-hmm. and alhamdulillah, I protected myself in terms of a, a lot of the major sins that the youth are trod with. Yeah. I protected myself up until 18, and I was like, or 19, and I was like, 18, yeah, and I was like, uh, I need to go. So, bounced out, went to Hajj, was making dua, 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 connected with my deen in Hajj, subhanAllah. It was very, very beautiful, very difficult people don't talk about that hajj right it is very hard yeah. people don't talk you are i got sick the first day of hajj it was a physical struggle emotional struggle mental struggle mm-hmm. but just like any struggle there was a sweetness I, I cannot explain it you have to go experience it and a lot of people that i saw we're gonna do a whole episode on this inshallah we'll see mm-hmm. you guys ask us do you guys want this as an episode of my experience hajj but it was an eye-opening experience yeah uh <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it was a sweetness like no other. And I came back. I came back spiritually rejuvenated. And that was a turning point. And then I have more turning points. We'll talk about that. But let's. that was my turning point that really got me practicing the deen on a level that... That you wouldn't... Can't express it now. That I wasn't where I was before. Facts. Do you know? Yeah. Excuse me. So, yeah. So, um... This is interesting because I mentioned how I was going there in that turbulent road, right? Yeah. Somebody asked this. If you can start over and have all your sins erased mm-hmm. or continue your life as it is, yeah. which one would you choose? What would you choose? Very interesting question. You asking me or you? You, you, you. Oh, so right back to me. I was talking for a minute though. Yeah. No, no, you know. We're going to switch it up <laughs> right now, you know. <laughs> okay. Boom. Okay, I'll go. Um. Okay, this is a very interesting question. Mm-hmm. If I could start over and like, array, okay, have all your sins raised. Okay, there's two ways I can interpret this question. It's a very interesting question. Yeah. Because when you make tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely and you don't turn back to that, then technically your sins are erased. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're sincere and you do what you, you turn back to Allah, then your sins are erased. Yeah. So, I mean, technically that already happened. But if you, what you're saying is if you could turn back and not do those sins, not experience what you did, those mistakes, yeah. those pitfalls, and not act on them, man, I want to say no. I mean, yeah, I would change it and I would not do it. But here's the thing. I gained insight. I gained experience. I gained uh, knowledge. 
I learned about the importance of why not to do that. Mm-hmm. I learned the sweetness and the bitterness that comes with acting on your desire. Yeah. So um, I would say no, because there's nothing more beneficial than knowledge. And I think there's a wisdom that Allah allowed us. I know there's a wisdom that Allah allowed us mm-hmm. to slip and then come crawling back. And the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is the crazy thing. Why? This is especially why I say, no, I would not change a thing. Because not only does Allah erase a sin, he takes it. It actually adds it as a reward when you make tawbah, when mm. you seek forgiveness. Because you know you did something wrong. I don't know why it is. But oh, yeah. it's the, fact, but it's the yeah. fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala changed that and made it into, added to my good deeds. So it's like, if I did not do it, then I wouldn't get that good deed. So I'll leave it how it is. Yeah. I just pray that Allah accepts, accepts the tawbah. True. How about you, fams? Man, a hundred percent agree with them a lie. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like I wouldn't be the man I am if I didn't do all those mistakes that I made. Mm. You feel me? Like right. all the mistakes I made taught me to be the person I am. Right. Whether I liked it or not. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Those mistakes shaped Abdikrim. Right. You feel me? They made they make me you who me. you are. You know what I'm saying? Your so, wins and your losses. Or what you perceive like, to be losses. I'm pretty sure there is like, you know what I'm saying, a hadith where they say that, what's it called? If no one could ever sin in this world, Allah would destroy all of us and create a whole different nation for us to sin again. Subhanallah. You feel me? Subhanallah. Yep. So sinning isn't something that's like abnormal because it happens. Mm. You're a human being. You're a human being. That's you feel okay. me? Like yeah. it happens. It isn't something that, oh, you sinned. Oh my gosh, you're so... Uh, it ain't that. It's you're a human being. You make mistakes. Right. But the thing is... How do you what respond do you, uh, to those what, Exactly. What happens after that mistake you make? Right. Feel me? Do you right. grow from it or do you do the same mistake over right. and over again? Right. So that's the thing I would say. I would never change the mistakes I made because it made me who I am. Mm. You feel me? The sure. strength, the the knowledge that I have not to do it again. Uh, what's it called? And it also helps me, what's it called? Help my little cousins and like my mm. little... Help them navigate. You feel me? Navigate because if I see the same thing that I, like I did in the mistakes I made, I can help them be like, yo... Turn your lessons into blessings. Trust me, you feel me? I, I did that, homeboy. Mm-mm, it ain't, it ain't right. the way you want to go. Real talk. You feel me? So that's the thing, though. You learn so much. Facts. from your, And then you can also teach and imply that into people that people, are younger. Right, and people become like, they end up in despair in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of how much wrong they've done. Yeah. You could turn that into a good deed. Boom. Why are you withholding yourself? Exactly. Why are you doing that to yourself? You know what I'm saying? So I just I always found that interesting. It's mm-hmm. like, this is opportunity. It's just, how, do you want to change? If I mean, with every fail comes success. It's just, it's all how you respond. And that's why Facts. it's a test, bro. That how are you going to respond? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and it's interesting because we talked about like our past. And a lot of our past, we're young guys. So that was more so our teen years. Yeah. So in correlation with this, somebody asked, what would you advise to your 16-year-old self? Or what would you say to your 16-year-old self? Great question. I don't. Um, that's interesting. Very interesting. Like, what would I say to my? Is, would my sixteen-year-old self <laughs> take me seriously? I, I, there's one thing I would say. Uh-huh. Um, don't let people walk all over you. Ooh, that's Hello. probably one thing I would say to myself. What you mean by that? Like, knowing my past, like you know, what I'm saying I I was this ridiculous. I was too nice. There's more than one scenario. You know specifically. That it has it has happened to me. Miskin. I'm this miskin. You know what I'm saying? So but now, uh uh-uh. uh. 
Oh, you're still mosquito auntie. Stop. <laughs> not as mosquito as you were. Yeah, no, not as I'm not. I'm still a mosquito, but like now, I just don't let like certain BS slip by. You know? Nah, come with me. So, what would I tell my 16 year old self? Ooh, subhanallah, man. What would I say? You got any ideas? <laughs> 16 year old self? 16 year old self. I, I mean, you've always been. I, I don't think you would say anything because you're just like. Because you, when you were younger, you didn't do. Like, you didn't party. You didn't do uh, yeah. any of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? You were already, like, in a straight path of knowing what exactly you wanted to do. And it was just play football, oh. go to school. I mean, I would probably say take school I was more serious. Out on the way, yeah. I would say probably. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I would uh, say take school more serious. Thank yeah. you. Tell myself, do running start. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, thank you. Now, let's get that out the way. Yeah. We got bigger questions to get to. <laughs> uh, how, okay, now somebody asked. Let's kind of maybe, these ones, let's try to keep them more concise. Yeah. How do you balance your dean and worldly life, such as school and work? How do you balance it, Abdi? How do I balance it? Interesting. Um, school and school, I would say worldly life, such as school and work. Making sure I don't confuse the two. That's okay. probably one thing I do. Like and your dean, right? Yeah, and my dean. Like I don't like, you know, what I'm saying they're two different things. Right. Like you know, what I'm saying when it comes to praying, pray. When it comes to you know all the everything that I need to do from the dean aspect, do it. But when it comes to school and stuff like that, focus on it. Make sure you do good. Mm. That's really it. So but prioritize. Then, yeah, prioritizing which one I really do. Mm. Okay. But making sure putting one over the top, like the dean, school, right. family, then school and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Um. Okay, so for me, how do I balance my dean life, my uh, my dean at worldly life, such as school and work? You know, sometimes I actually feel guilty about this. Mm. Like, sometimes I feel guilty of not um, putting a certain amount of hours or a certain amount of time towards my spirituality because I am just so busy, subhanAllah. And yeah. I think one thing that I personally need to work on. So when you're asking us this, is maybe you're thinking that wow, you guys much about you guys might have this perfect balance of dean work and school and and everything. No, sometimes I feel like I am compromising on something. Yeah. Sometimes I'm backed up and I gotta I gotta run to uh, and I gotta say you guys don't bother me for the whole day. I gotta catch up on assignments. Mm-hmm. I have to do that. Uh, some days I have work. I have I have uh, clients that are hitting me up. Uh, okay, when's the deadline for this video? I said, oh snap, I forgot about that deadline. Hey, I got y'all. It's coming tomorrow. Yeah. I got to make sure I get that video done that day. Mm-hmm. So I'll be up in the middle of the night. So I'm not perfect. So it's like getting things done when they need to be done. Yeah. Time management. Uh, and that's a skill that I'm horrible at. You guys may think otherwise, but I am not good at my time management. Same here. It is a struggle. So I think um, that's a skill that I'm going to be developing because it's just natural when you have so much stuff you got to do, you have to find a way to manage your time. Yeah. So, but definitely in terms of Dean, like somebody asked this, like, um, what advice would you give to someone missing Salah? I think the one thing is your things are mandatory upon you. You cannot give that up. You cannot, like, no matter how busy you are, like when I talk about, I feel guilty about, um, not dedicating enough time to the deen. I mean, like, I'm not sitting down and studying hadith as reading books. I'm not reading the Quran. I'm not reading as much as I need to be doing. I'm not memorizing and refining my memorization as mm-hmm. much as I need to. But the stuff that is obligatory upon me, that that's a no-go. Like, I have to hold on to that. Because that's what makes you Muslim. 
that's your identity that's your akhirah yeah. forget dunya that's your akhirah so I think for me it's just making sure that those nuts and bolts what my foundation is fortified um, but, but uh, for me for someone who struggles in salah like I'm gonna be honest with you I also have that too you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. I'm a human being you know everybody makes their own mistakes and it's like the best advice I would give you is habits mm-hmm. like control your habits you know what I'm saying like like pretty much like for instance like salah mm-hmm. uh, that's like the hardest one yeah getting up early in the morning be like yep I have to you know what I'm saying so like but you know when you have family yeah like for example like when I'm knocked out Kurt my little brother will knock down my door and be like, yo, Fudger, let's go. My alarm didn't wake me up. I'm a heavy sleeper. When I'm knocked out, oh, you're not going to hear from me. But Fudger, normally I wake up. I set, I set multiple alarms in advance, mm-hmm. right? But also my body got in the habit. But those days when it doesn't, my brother will come. And if it's him knocked out, I will knock down his door. I'll make the then. So having environment that that's yeah, the norm. Exactly. Making sure you surround yourself around. Like, I would say one thing that helped me, like, probably get my prayer a lot better was the masajid mm. you feel me Facts. just going to the masajid just forcing yourself to be like you know what go Facts. you feel me because eventually it becomes a repetition oh yep boom you consistently you consistently right. go you consistently go and you start to understand that like it becomes such a routine where it's like you feel abnormal by not doing it and this is another thing though as though although that is a beautiful thing because yeah. that becomes routine there's another thing it's a danger sometimes when it becomes routine it's a danger when something becomes mechanical so being aware of your salat it's significance yeah. in your life yeah making it play a spe- and i'm talking to myself like you guys be saying like oh you're talking through me no i'm talking through myself yeah i'm talking through my heart right now because i'm talking to myself it's it's interesting uh but Hot, like dedicating a certain amount of time that you how do I say this that you make sure that your salah is not something that is just something that you're just body movements no but it's like you're aware of what you're saying yeah you're aware of the value in the in your in your in your salah and you having for sure in salah and focusing yeah. in your salah not thinking about the things but when you say Allahu Akbar yeah acknowledge that Allah is greatest why, why are you saying this so acknowledging that knowing that yeah. Allah is the greatest Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, is uh, more important and plays a priority than anything else in your mind. Matter of fact, if something is stressing you out, the reason, one of the things you can do in your salat is turn to Allah so He can give you that relief. Yeah, so like, I would say holding yourself accountable, like I said earlier, because like, I'm, I'm like, I don't know if this is the best advice I could give you, but, you know what I'm saying, as long as like, like, of course, like, you know, praying your five prayers, good, alhamdulillah, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, at least, like, let's say, if you're someone who struggles, right, right, try to pray five times a day. Like, make that, like, a habit. But it's also, like, it's, like, I don't know, is it better to pray, let's say, like, someone who struggles praying and does so many different things and balances, but you pray, like, two prayers. Is that better than nothing? Bro, I'm going to just say, ask a sheikh, bro. You can't ask me yeah, if it's yeah, better. Like, I, no, can't get, I, 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 I can't give footballs. All yeah. I say, is it better than zero? Obviously. But, yeah, it's better than zero. But what but is your excuse for missing five. that? No, what is, the question is, what is your excuse the other three? Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, there's some things I could be like, yeah, no, I could, I could be, I could, I'm going to be coming at you more. But guys, this is our salat. Yeah. Like, this is what makes you Muslim. Mm. There is no, there is no, there's no deen without salat. So, uh, but there was times where I wasn't praying. 
there was times, may Allah forgive me. But I'm going to be real with y'all. Hey, something has to give. You have to acknowledge significance. I can't sugarcoat it. Salat, it, that is, you guys, you guys know better than me. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Right. Um, so, okay, now the other ones we could do more rapid fire. Yeah. Are you guys married? If, if not, okay, actually, no, this one's going to be the last big one. Are you guys married? And if not, do you feel it makes, and if not, do you feel being married makes you a better Muslim? Hello. You want to start that one? I am single. And uh, <laughs> the second question, do you feel it makes you a better Muslim? This is profound. Because I can give you the experience of being single, I mean, for 18 years, being married for almost two, and then being single again for almost six months or about six months. So I can give you a perspective, right? How do you feel about being married? How do you feel being married makes you a better Muslim? I think it makes you a more holistic person. Without a doubt. I do believe that. I think uh, there's so many things that you discover about yourself interacting with another, another human being, bonding with another human being. So it makes you a better person. I, I mean, if you're in a healthy relationship. Yeah, I think it does make you a better person. Um, so, does it make you a better Muslim? I think it depends. I think it depends. I mean, I remember because I remember something you told me. What I told I, you? I'll tell you once like, you finish. Or well, you now you said it just now. Yeah. Oh, I remember you telling me like, if you're not a person who's con- uh, consistently praying before marriage, that's what I'm saying. Thank you. You feel me? Like if you, like if you well, was you're not going into that marriage, continue praying. Like, if you're going in there and you have the mindset of a person who's very wishy-washy. I mean, yeah. You have no discipline over yourself. I mean, how are you supposed to bear the responsibility of a household? Well, it is not easy. Especially as a man. So, if you have no discipline over yourself, how are you supposed to govern your home? True. Especially as a young man. Very true. It's very hard. So... I'll be real with you. I mean, develop a certain discipline over yourself, mm-hmm. a certain composure, character, and maturity. And the marriage will actually facilitate a rapid growth, a healthy growth of you. Rather than if you're not doing that, you're putting all this pressure on this other person to make you into this mashallah, tabarakallah. No, sit down somewhere. I'll be, I'll be real with you. Can I? <laughs> oh, you guys don't want this out of me. I'll be real. Sit down somewhere. If you want to be in a relationship with somebody, you are bearing a great responsibility. Make sure that you focus on yourself first. Mm-hmm. You're more holistic. Yeah. And then you can contribute to something as beautiful as a relationship. Come to something. Come to a relationship with something to offer. And inshallah, it will be beautiful. Thank you. Uh, How about you? Are you married, Abdi? Tell me. Tell me something. Yes. Really? No, no, no. I'm not married, guys. I'm joking. I was going to um, be beefing. I was going to be like, yo, why was that invited to the Inshallah. Soon I will be married. You know what I'm saying? Allah alam. Inshallah. Inshallah. You know what I'm saying? Allah knows. So I said, mm. soon, inshallah. I'll oh, be okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I said, soon, inshallah, I will be married. You know what I'm saying? Allah alam. Um, honestly, like, here's the thing I could say. One, does being married make you a better Muslim? No, it doesn't. You yourself, as a person, can make yourself a better Muslim. Right? Right. Now, I could tell you something that a 
like what a marriage can do for you, for one, it turns the man into a man. Because not only are you responsible for you, now you're responsible for somebody else, or even if you have kids down the line. So it te- it like it teaches you to be like, hey, homeboy, this ain't no. You could sit down on the couch. Play, oh, you know ooh, what I'm saying? I'm deep, but let me, guys, we're gonna dedicate a whole episode to this. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna just we're say gonna, that. Should we just tell you? Okay, we'll tell you at the end. But let's yeah, just, yeah. just know ahead of time that yeah. we're gonna, this could go into a big thing. Yeah. But like, can I just say something on top of that? Huh. Like what, what what you just said? Huh. Oof. Like when you say yes, like marriage, it will make you to a man. Having kids will make you to a man. Oof, how do I say this? Because <laughs> if if you ask me, I don't think you're the same Idris before you had your uh, what's it called son, and even before you were married. Well, because not only did you become more like you know, like exactly, like hey, yo, I need to do this because now uh, I know what I want clearly. Exactly, you feel me? Because that's experienced. Exactly, yeah. experience. So that's what I'm saying. Like marriage made you. Go through those all, all that stuff and made you say, you know what? Nip it in the butt, boy. You gotta go to job. <laughs> nine to nine o'clock, wake up, Fact get off at five, but at make least, sure everything yeah, is paid. Right, Before you gotta get that, the bills you, paid. Exactly. You wasn't worried about but that. Abdi, but the thing is though, you can't take my experience and say that every man there are some men who are married who are expecting the women to bear the responsibility of the house. When you say marriage turns men into men, a lot of men are not doing that. So we're gonna save that. That's a whole nother thing. Spicy. Right. But we're just going to say that you need to, and when you talk about working, at least I was working part-time. We were both working security. I was up even though I wasn't married. Yeah. But when I was married, I was full-time because I knew I had to get a certain amount of money. Boom. When I was working part-time, it was just for myself. Exactly. You so, so, so but, but, like, but some men don't acknowledge their responsibility. See, I acknowledge my place yeah. that I had to fulfill. Facts. Some men don't acknowledge their role they had to fulfill. And honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, I think... You know, when it talks about manhood, like, we're young men. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, like, I don't, I, it would be egotistical to be like, yeah, I'm a man. We're young men. Mm-hmm. Who's a man is these guys who are in their 40s, the OGs. The Those OGs. are men. And I give a salute to them. So I'm not going to act like I'm these 40, 50 you know what I'm saying? May Allah allow us to reach that. Mm-hmm. But those I mean, are men who developed a secure understanding. They've established themselves. Yeah. Us, we're on that journey. Life will make you into man. Life will make you into a woman, a more holistic sense of yourself. Hey, anyways, we're rambling. We only experience 20% of our lives. So, um, but you want to finish that point? Does it make you a better Muslim to you? Me, no. I feel like the person hitting himself. Like, I remember Idris one day was telling me, like, bro, like, don't think you could walk into a marriage and think you're going to pay five times a day if you ain't doing it before. Is the woman supposed to be your motivation? Boom. You feel me? I'm going to tell you straight up. Like, what, what they say is a man is the house of the leader. You know what I'm saying? You are the man. So, if you lead, they shall follow. Simple. So if you ain't praying before you got married, and you gonna go in that marriage without praying. You pray while you before you married, and you consistent, and you believe and in the law. You will flourish in Boom. that context. Exactly. Of the household. It's you like walk into that marriage. What kind of seed do you plant? That's the question. You know, have you ever seen a plant? You remember I was plants plants at my house yeah, with yeah, my yeah, class, yeah. one of my class. Yeah. You got some seeds that are rotten. You plant that seed. Is it gonna sprout? It's gonna sprout. It's gonna become moldy, funky. Facts. You so me? marriage. What kind of seed? What kind? What are you coming with? Boom. Are you a health? Do you have traumas that you haven't recovered from? Oh my god! Do you have so certain, many? Do you have certain traits that are toxic that you haven't recovered from? That seed needs to be clean when you plant it, and inshallah, it will sprout in the context of how you would love it to be. Thank you. Now let's move on from that. Okay, okay. How difficult was it for you getting married at a young age? Well, for me, it was very difficult to get married at a young age, guys. <laughs> I'm telling you that much. Oh my god! It's like no, nah, I'm not, I don't even know. 
You know what I'm saying? I might find out pretty soon, but I don't know, inshallah. Um, what about you, man? Because I, I witnessed this guy, like, with my eyes. How difficult do you think it was? Do you want me to tell him what we did? Tell him. All right, I'm going to tell I remember this story. Me and this guy drove in snow just because we got caught being told we're paying an extra hundred dollars come to work i promise you we drove my car <laughs> in the snow sliding through the little hills sliding. We, oh were to get money. we made a thousand dollars in a week that week oh Hust- it, was, it was hustling i'm gonna tell you that much but the thing is i feel like like for a person who's not married oh, yeah. but who wants to be married to shallow right, one right, day right. i feel like you it's only as hard as you make it as hard as you make it for yourself right you feel me right because Man, there's so much I want to talk about, but I want to save it. Because right, right, save, save, I'm going to tell you straight up, marriage isn't only about the money aspect. There's so much. Like, there's a whole bowl line for you to think about before you even think about the money. Because the money eventually will come. All you got to do. Speaking about the money. Speaking about the money. Yeah. We was hustling for the money, yeah. Now, how difficult was it getting married? Now, this is the, this is the thing. Oh. It was people who made it difficult. Some family that were opposed, some family that were for, and it was the family who I was for who supported with every fiber in their bone. Yeah, who wanted this, who was, who wanted what we wanted to happen. Yeah, and I love those people, but some people made it difficult. Who's oh, you got to get a good degree, you got to do this, you got to oh my god, your money. La, la, la. I'm on the same track of college that I would have been had I not got married. Was it e- was it easier? Had it would it have been easier? Yes, it would have been easier. But did it push me stronger? Yes, it did. Did it make me more focused and more determined? Yes, it did. I'll tell you that much it did. So it, um, is it harder? Yes, but it's, it, anything in life worth having is going to be hard. The mm, bless, Now, the blessing that came with marriage on top of that, being married young, it was worth it. Then that hardship, not to go through that hardship. So, so was, it, was it hard, difficult getting married? Yes, at a young age. Yes. Just like anything, it's going to be hard. But if you want it, forget what other people say. Go about it. But then it was hard as you made it seem to be, right? Like, it, like if you want something, and like like my, my thing was like, what's it called? The way I seen you, to right. me from the outside, it didn't look hard. But me knowing you personally, it was hard. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, because, because you see the outside. Imagine I was, you don't know what people were trying to. Yeah, right? I, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing I understand now. Right. You, you just have to me? be strong as a, as a man, as a woman. Ooh. You have to be strong because what people will come at you with, you have to prioritize your union. You have to do that. So if you want it, then you want it. We know what they say. If you don't, then you don't. If you want it as bad as you want to so, breathe, then you'll get it. So, I mean, <laughs> um, I mean, but yeah, so if it's difficult, yeah, it's difficult, but I mean. It's a beautiful difficulty. Yeah, and it's, is it, is it, it's difficult as you make it and it's difficult as your family makes it. So, boom. Um, how do you stay afloat when going through hardship and not forgetting Allah? How do you stay afloat, Abdi, when you go through hardship and not forgetting Allah? I would say the massage is the one thing that helps me be afloat and comfortable because I know for sure, like, there are so many things that I went through that made me, like, question God more than anything. What do you mean by that? Like, how do I say, like, you know what I'm saying? I do feel comfortable saying this. Like, there was a time where I was suicidal at a young age. Mm. You feel me? 
and it made me question to myself like hey i didn't want to live no more mm. god didn't want me to be here no more i didn't i didn't care i didn't you know what i'm saying feel like anything was possible you know what i'm saying Facts. and like i was always t- like i remember you know my mentors always he always told me like you believe in god right right all right yeah i said yeah all right just because you can't see God's plan and just because you don't know where God is taking you don't mean he don't exist. Mm. You feel me? Sometimes, like the question I asked, you know what I'm saying? Are you peaceful without having nothing? Because mm. people don't, like, it It goes beyond people's head when you think about it. Like, are you really, like, are you at, Are you happy when you don't have nothing? Mm. And that's when I was, that's where I was at. Like, I was not happy. So... To me, it was more of just like self-reflecting. I remember, you know what I'm saying? Like I have scars on my hand for most people that I don't know. You know what mm. I'm saying? Because I actually did try to do it and I actually did not succeed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And alhamdulillah, it made me like such a strong person than I was before because I got to understand that like, okay, there is a purpose that God wants me to live. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Although I can't see God's plan for me or I can't even notice God's plan for me, it made me be like, you know what? It humbled me so much to the point where, like, over time, I started to understand myself. And as soon as I transferred to Mount Rainier, man, like, I improved so much. Suicidal thought never left me. And what's it, it called? It never left you? Like, it, no, I'm saying, like, it oh. left my head. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Even though, like, there's, you know, certain stories in my life like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to that. So, like, people who are suicidal, I, I would, I always love to be helping them because I'm like, I was in your position at once. Mm. You feel me? But it's not worth it because although, wallahi, like, I'm telling you this, guys, you cannot see God's plan and you don't know where God is taking you. But don't always forget that God does have a plan for you. Whatever that is meant for you, mm. it would be there. And mm. if it's not, be happy without nothing because just know it will come. That's powerful, bro. You know? Um, that's powerful, bro. How do you stay afloat and go through hardship and forgetting Allah? This kind this kind of goes with somebody else asking me, um, did your iman waver? And did you begin questioning Allah or the qadr of Allah? I didn't know exactly what this person meant after your divorce. Yeah. I think this, let me tell you something. I can speak especially clearly six months after this whole situation. Now, if you were to talk to the Idris who was just going through it, just, mm-hmm. that's why I sympathize with people who reach out and they're just going through something. I don't go trying to lecture. No, I'm not going to lecture you because yeah. that point you're vulnerable. Yeah. You don't need a lecture. What you need to do is be, feel heard. Know that uh, I see your pain. Yeah. So it's 20, they say hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. So when you look back at your hardship, when you look back at your struggles, what you realize is that when you're thrown in that and you can't see nothing, you can't look up or down, you you don't realize what's going on. Ride that out. Are you following me, Auntie? Mm-hmm. Ride that out. Like once you are in that struggle, when you're going through that, yes, it is tough. You do not know what to do. Yeah. It's too painful. You ride it out just keep going go about your day go about your salat take your broken heart to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yeah and ilahi will mend your heart so when you're going through hardship stay afloat is just keep swimming don't just stop keep swimming just keep swimming just you know, you hey. know finding dora uh, nemo yeah she finding said dora. she said oh my god <laughs> finding dora <laughs> nah bumby real with y'all like just keep going 
Mm-hmm. You can't afford to stop. What are you going to do? Exactly. What is the life is a struggle. Well, you know what they say, the sun come up, sun come down, sun come up. It don't so, not stop So you. what you got to do is keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. Yeah, I know it's hard, but there is light at the end of the day. What you what can you you cannot afford to stop. You know, so you got to keep going. You got to keep moving. And while you're doing that, yeah. better yourself. You know what I'm saying? Take care of your, is there something that you're lacking? Is there something that you can improve? Is it a physical, spiritual, mental thing? And work on that. And there's always improvement. So s- distract yourself with that hardship, with focusing on something that is going to invest in a better you. Mm. So whether it's a business, whether it's your spirituality, whether it's your fitness. So how do you stay flow? Keep swimming. And don't forget Allah. What I'm, when you say that, it's like, don't forget Allah because take your hurt to Allah. Take that hurt to Allah. This is not the time to forget him. <laughs> this, this is not the time to forget Allah. Dumb. Like somebody asked me, the divorce. Am I going to start letting go of Allah during the, because of this? No. See, if I did that, then that would have shown what is my iman based in though. Yeah. It's based in what? Marriage. Nah. My iman is associated with my relationship with Allah. If anything, I have more time to focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. To isolate myself and complain to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To take my sorrows and say, Ya Allah, I got married for the sake of you alone. It did not work out. Ya Allah, bring what is better for me. And you know what is better for me, so I trust in you. So, complaining to Allah, cry to Allah. He wants to hear you. He wants to hear from you. Mm-hmm. And He will remedy that broken heart. You feel me? But just know that healing is a process. So allow the wound to heal. Give it time. Don't expect exactly. it's not every people want things instantly. No, it's a, it's it's a journey. You feel me? And that's the one thing that like he said was you know what I'm saying that he trusted Allah even though he can't see or even know what Allah has planned for him. He trusts Him. It's just like because we uh, mind you, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is outside of time and space. Yeah, we are experiencing the physical right now, right here. Allah can see everything. Beyond time says Beyond where you are in life right now Yeah So Allah knows There's a wisdom in your pain mm-hmm. Comfort so. don't bring anything up Except complacency It's the discomfort that really brings you growth Facts. Look at all the prophets I keep saying look at all the prophets Look at the prophet Muhammad Who experienced so much hardship I'm not gonna lecture y'all I'm trying to have a conversation But I'm gonna be real with you Just don't forget There's a wisdom There's a wisdom But anyways Um what else do we have here? Now, final questions. Yeah, so this kind of ties in with the mental health. So somebody asked, how do you feel about the lack of awareness or shame associated with mental illness in the Somali community? How do you feel about that? I should have got coffee. This is preposterous. Sounds so white. Preposterous. <laughs> no, honestly, like, I'm going to tell you one thing. I am like very, very, very ashamed of our Muslim, not Muslim, but like Somali. I would say Muslim yeah, as well. Some of our Muslim community. Yeah, yeah, some of our Muslim community. I would say that as well. I'm very disappointed when it comes to mental health because one thing, Lord knows for sure, Somalis don't believe what mental healthness is or even what it does to Especially people. Especially the elders. You feel me? Especially elders, yeah. Especially when it comes to like your grandparents, your your parents, your, you know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. They do not, they don't, you say, hoya. Oh, yeah. Mental illness. What? How has? Yeah. You know? They'll tell you that. You know what I'm saying? But, and I've seen. Not to undermine that spirituality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Not to undermine because they always, you know what I'm saying? But. There's a wisdom. There is like, 
I've oh, I have seen this so many times happening to a lot of people. I've seen it happen to me a lot of the times. I've seen it happen to certain people that I know's family members happen. You know what I'm saying? Where like oh, it's very you, real. You know, it's like very real. You know, you know something is wrong with him or her, but you yourself choose to be like, you know what? What has why? That's what they exactly say. That's mm. you know, like they're just, they're acting dumb. But deep down in your heart, I know you know. Deep down in your heart, they probably something is they, abnormal. Yeah, probably like yeah. I want. I don't know. I can't even assume like you what feel is me? going through. And that's the thing. They've been taught a different way. They've been a lot. And it's like I feel like as a youth generation, as like someone like you know, as a community that we are, as youth, right. and that we have so much knowledge about the lack of what's it called mental healthness. I feel like what we all need to do is educate our parents to actually tell them, yo. You know, I know like the way you were raised, you know what I'm saying, wasn't to be informed about mental health. You mm. feel me? Because you came from a place where mental health didn't even bother to exist. Even though it did exist in your area. Well, they you didn't just, acknowledge it. Yeah, you just never acknowledged it. You know what I'm saying? It was abnormal to you. Something that you seen was abnormal. For us, it isn't. Because we grew up here, we seen white people, black people, Mexican people just go through so many different things. And also in our own community. You feel me? So that's something that's like, it wasn't abnormal. But when you, as someone who comes from a foreign country, who were raised there and who has never really paid attention to something that's mental health, uh, mental health issues, you know what I'm saying? You look at it now, you're like, it's something new to you and you're shocked. You're like, mm-mm, what has, you know? It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's not real. You know what I'm saying? You're just faking it. You're doing something wrong. I don't know what it is. Go, what, toko? Do something. Whatever it is, they'll tell you. It's just they'll just end up not helping. Mm-hmm. You know? So I feel like as a community, we should, as like, as a Somali community or a Muslim community, we should feel like the need to be like, Hoyo, dad, baba, mama, whatever you say to your parents. You feel me? Hey, um, please. There's something that exists, or I'm going through this. I know you don't believe in it, but please, 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 trust me. It is something that exists. Or even if it's, bro, sometimes that's not even work. I'm being honest with you. Uh, Somebody believes something, or maybe it's better to go to people who do. So people who are maybe your aunts or whatever who are younger, or yeah. people that are like your cousins that you can kind of go and confide in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's counterintuitive to go to some people and confide in, be honest with you. So go to those who are probably going to acknowledge the reality of what you're going through. True. Right, and that's, um, but how do I feel associated? I mean, I think I'm gonna just go with what you said. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, although a hundred percent, there's a spiritual element. I, some people might disregard what I'm about to say. There's a spiritual element that can, uh, that can really help someone who's going through this, but there are some biological, um, things that are happening and which is affecting someone psychologically. So, getting professional help. Uh, whether it's going to a psychiatrist, right, who can maybe prescribe you medicine, getting Quran Sar, Quran Sar is effective. I'm telling you, um, going, okay. going to, um, going to a psychologist where you can do talk therapy. You know what I'm saying? Don't talk. Some people you talk to them, and maybe some people don't have good people to confide in, and those people are the same ones to go and tell other people. So going to someone you can really trust, or if you don't have any, go to a counselor. Boom, that's my point. Um, right before you finish, there's a mosquito roaming around. That's what I was looking down. This dude. Yeah. So it's not a mosquito. It's a mosquito eater. It's the big ones. Yeah. They, they don't suck the blood. It's the little ones that suck the blood. So what are they? They're mosquito eaters. So do they harm me? No, 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 they don't. 
Oh, it tickled. Ah, uh, God. <laughs> I felt like something went off. I was like, what's this? Okay, um, gotcha. Yes, sir. Um, now, what are your goals with this podcast? That's the final question. What are your goals with this podcast? Well, I, as I said, beginning, help people that go through the same thing as me, maybe help one another. Mm. For me, that's my biggest thing. It's like, I love, and I will always say this, I love to help people. Mm. I don't care who you are. Be black, white, yellow, green, purple, green, blue, whatever they, whatever you are. <sighs> I will always be there to help you. I don't know. Even if I don't know you, that's the thing about me. If I don't know you, I would go up to you and be like, if I see somebody random crying, I, hey, man, what's wrong? Talk to me. And that's how it should be because we should be there. We're all humans. You feel me? Like, is it okay if I can tell like a two-minute story? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. In Minnesota, I had to call the cops. Okay. Please don't embarrass yourself telling that story. No, no, it's not embarrassing. Like, it's it, I felt the need to help somebody. Tell me how you helped that person. Call the cops. <laughs> uh, what was I supposed to do? If y'all do? knew the story, I said, okay, oh, that happened. Where, where, where? What did you do about it? We're not, we're not laughing about the severity. Basically, someone was, oh. oh. All right, so the story goes, I'm going to say it very quick, okay? Stop. I went to work with somebody. All right, some okay. I went to work with somebody. I'm and laughing I, at Abdi. I, I was sitting in the balcony, and I'm as I'm sitting in the balcony, I hear screaming. I don't know what it is. I've never like I'm just hearing somebody being like screaming. So I'm like, what the heck is that? I look <laughs> to my left. I see this foot dangling behind this like uh, van. You it's know what I'm saying? It's, it's not funny. It's not funny, but it's I guess funny. it's something serious. You know what I'm saying? But he's laughing at what I did yes. because that's the thing that's funny. So. The feet is dangling, okay? I, I'm first. I'm not here. I don't know what Minnesota's like. Minnesota is very interesting, by the way. But as I see the feet dangling, I see this grown man choking his woman out. He's choking her out, like with so his hands. So this is what you saw with your eyes. This is uh, wallahi bilatul I'm not like I saw this with my eyes. He's choking her, you know. And out of nowhere, so how did you help She gets up. Look, okay. out of nowhere. So me, as soon as I seen somebody choking somebody. Hello, now one. Hi, how you doing, ma'am? Um, I am at this. Address, uh, quite frankly, um, I see a man strangling a woman. Was she good? Huh? Was she she good? ran away. Oh, she got. She was able yeah, to handle. Yeah. So th- I promise you, this girl, I've never seen somebody get punched this hard. She, oh, one piece to the mouth right uh, here. She should. Shook. I'm telling you, this guy was shook. He just stumbled, grabbed her shirt and pulled it, and like it ripped her shirt off. And this girl was running with a bra, so okay. she was running away. And you lowered your gaze, Marshall. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying, for sure, yeah. But I'm, I didn't know it was going to happen. I was like, oh, whoa. I just called a cop. Hello? I sounded so white. How tall is this guy? I said, ma'am, uh, he looks about 5'9". You know, 5'9", five, 5'8". Five, I kid you not. He was not none of that. I stood next to the guy. The guy was 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, I <laughs> Wrong. Okay, what is he wearing? I told everything he was wearing. But alhamdulillah, but he yeah, got yeah. de-escalated everything, you know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. It's like... I didn't know the person. I just, I guess, you know, alhamdulillah, I helped because the cops came in time and stopped the guy. You know, the guy, let's just say Minnesota cops are interesting. Very interesting. Let's just say that. Um, so my goal and yeah. eventually is to help somebody. Help people, yeah. That's me. Boom. Same thing, y'all. Um, to provide and convey a message that is often not talked about. Taboo topics that people feel shame to talk about. Here I am being vulnerable with y'all, talking to y'all, because I know, you know, some of you guys say, oh, my God, I can relate, I can relate. The reason why you can relate is because I'm talking to you guys and conveying a message that resonates with me. And because a lot of you guys are sharing identity that's very similar to me, we can connect on that. So the goal is to build this into, subhanAllah, 
I mean, we do want this audience to get as wide as possible and to touch as many hearts as possible. Yeah. We hope this to be a source of benefit and happy and joy to so many people um, and support to so many people. And we we pray that this ends up in our hasanat, ends up in our amongst um, the, our deeds in terms of ajr and reward that we get for any good that we do. Um, this is an investment for our akhirah. Um, so, inshallah. And hopefully, in, as well as our dunya, also connecting with some of y'all, networking, making things happen. Um, you know what I'm saying? Making moves. Inshallah. Now, conclusion. Guys, thank you guys for tuning in. But before we give the proper conclusion, crazy episode happening next week. Whoa. Popular demand. Y'all didn't let us off the hook. Marriage, uh, married, okay. marriage, 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 divorce, marriage. during marriage, child, all right. everything. Y'all let us have it. Finding someone, getting to know somebody. Mm-hmm. What would you have done differently? Interesante. Y'all had a lot of questions that you guys had. And um, we definitely want to get another perspective. So anticipate a guest, inshallah. We're planning to have him next week, inshallah. Hopefully he's here. I don't want to reveal him just yet. Uh, Hopefully he's here. Inshallah. He's here, inshallah. We pray that he's going to be here next week. But this, you know what I'm saying? Just a little. Should we tell him what is it? Just one episode? I'll title it. So it's getting is ready for. It? It's a series. Oh, it's, it's a, a what? series. Say it again. It's a series. Oh. The first episode is going to be getting ready for marriage, single life, looking for someone and courting that person. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a big episode. Those of you who are young, who want to get married, who want to find somebody, who are struggling. Yeah. <laughs> y'all struggling. I know y'all struggling. So, um, we're going to definitely shed light on a conversation and dedicate a proper episode to this. But before we wanted to do that, we wanted to just formally introduce ourselves, our podcast, our ambitions, and... Um, our goals. Our goals. So, stay tuned for that. Inshallah. Uh, all right, y'all. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. We hope, inshallah, that you guys learn more about us. Who are oh. these guys we're taught listening to? Who, who are these guys that I'm here? I forgot. About? Huh? I forgot to ask him a question. What was the question? No, we're gonna do that at the end. Actually, you do it here, and we're gonna do it at the beginning. Did you subscribe? Did you subscribe? Wait, let me Abdi. give you two seconds. I'm gonna give you two seconds. You better hit that subscribe button, there you please. Go. Thank you. Uh, count. Let's give him five more seconds. Oh, there you go. Yep, right there. Subscribe. Uh huh. The bell. The bell right next to it. Up. Up. Ding. Up. Thank y'all. And like this video. You hear me? Like it. Like. I'm looking at you. You. I'm looking at you. Yes, you. Like this video, please. Anyways, inshallah. Go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts as well. And leave a review. Leave a little text review if you can. If you are in a rush, just leave a five-star review. Or whatever star you want. Hopefully it's a five-star. Don't do us grimy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Anyway. What are you doing? Like the video. Anyways, inshallah. We love you guys for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah keep us steadfast. May Allah guide us. And may Allah allow you guys to have a blessed week. See you guys next week. Inshallah. Fly high.